this hour, it is what we call Slow News Day, where we try to discern if some of the stories from the past 24 hours were actually news, or do they deserve to be thrown in the Slow News Day heap, and we will uh, take a look at some of the big news stories of the past 24 hours. That right here on the iHeart Talk Radio Network. It's News Talk tonight on the iHeart Radio Talk Network. Here's your host, Jim Richards. I'm just writing out one of the things that I'm trying to do this year is to keep promises, but mostly to myself. I think we all will say, you know what? I'm going to do this, this, and this tomorrow. And we'll let it slide. I think if I like write down my list and take a look at it tomorrow, it'll be easier to have something to check off while I accomplish it and feel a, I don't know how I will feel, but I've always been like, ah, I can do that tomorrow. And then that thing that I was supposed to do tomorrow, it's I'll do it another day. But I'm trying to build some better habits as maybe a lot of us are this time of year and we'll find out how well I do it or if it's just something that I peter off of. But I'm, uh, I'm, 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 I think we all are probably at the beginning of the year, we think, oh, we're not going to give up. But I guess that is yet to be seen, isn't it? All right. 100 years ago, there were tons of predictions that were made of what life would be like in 100 years. So back in 1924, world peace, terrible diets would lead nobody to have teeth. Horses would become useless and go extinct. There would be no more horses and people would be flying to work. Just a sample of some of the things 100 years ago they predicted for this year. So let's start there. A real estate mogul in New York City said that everyone would be flying. Everybody had, would have their own personal airplane like the Jetsons. And everybody would be, quote, it will be the everyday occurrence for the businessman to fly from home to the office and back again. Well, okay. I don't think they did that one very well. So they didn't get that one. Cities would totally be rebuilt around the car. Now think about it. This happened in the 1920s when cars really started to take off. But in many of the cities that we're living in, I mean, if you, you think of, I don't know, like old Montreal or think, you think of Quebec City or portions of Ottawa where the roads in downtown areas, if you built, built buildings that you didn't allow people to tear down, you were stuck with a certain footprint of what that downtown would be like. So in cities, a hundred years from now, I see three deck roads, speedways through the heart of town and skyscrapers with entrances for automobiles as high as 15 stories. I don't know if they got that that wrong. Clearly, there are skyscrapers 
with underground parking. I think that's what they're talking about, 15 stories with entrances for automobiles. But I don't know. Did they think that you could take an elevator in your car up to the 15th floor? In a city, 100 years from now, three deck roads. Well, I don't know if they got that, although you do have overpasses and you have elevated highways through towns. But uh, I would give that I would give that guy a half mark. Another one, a limit to the number of kids you could have. A Department of Agriculture official in the United States said that there would be man, it's the exact opposite. He thinks that everybody is going to be having like tons of kids and they would have to put a number on it. You would have to limit that, but you know what? Clearly, we are a great country because of our diversity, but that's one of the reasons that we had to uh, invite the world to come to Canada, because we weren't having enough kids. So that dude was not that accurate. Women would be in charge and men would be raising kids. I don't know if we got that far, but we did, uh, to a certain extent, that one may have come true. Some people might be yelling at the radio right now. Um, And women will occupy all of the highest positions and men will do physical labor and stay home. To quote the person, wait on the babies and mind the pets. Okay. That person's prediction, I would give it a half mark too. Constant wars everywhere. The president of the American Chemical Society had a different take. He said a futuristic, uh, he said futuristic weapons would mean major cities would constantly be under attack. Uh, Listen, the state of the world right now, I'm not sure he was that far off. World peace, another expert said, I don't know, are we calling these people experts? A movie mogul predicted Moving pictures would help end all wars. A universal language. I don't know. With the internet, I think it's divided more people. But he thought that movies would be able to bring world peace because we would all have perhaps the same shared experience, but clearly that did not happen. 75 would be young. I don't know about that one. Like 75 still, it's... But people are living, but this, over the past five years, I think that we had never seen, probably 10 years ago, people live to a certain age, and now that number is going down. But 75 would be young. A British politician predicted that life expectancy would be at least 100. I mean, we've made some progress there. Another expert said in a book called Wireless Possibilities, a guy basically predicted the internet. He said, we'd be doing most things remotely and it would be uh, great and, and, and would be great because people would hate cities and we wouldn't have to go to them any longer. Quote, what would help a man who objects to a large city? Why could he not conduct his business from his home in comfort? 
Man, that one probably is the most accurate of all of these things that we've read. Horses would go extinct. Just because the car is taking over doesn't mean horses are going to be killed. A professor at USC predicted that horses would be an endangered species because the invention of automobiles would render them useless. Well, and you might be able to find them one day only in zoos. And finally, this one person said, teeth, nobody would have them. A nationally syndicated advice columnist said, quote, we will not have any teeth. There will be a color on your face. There won't be any color on your face except paint. And men will have, uh, and men will have any height to speak of or girth. I have no idea what that means. A nationally syndicated device columnist thought that America's eating habits would drastically change and that people would have no teeth because of it, no color in our face, no pigment, and that men's height would suffer because we have a terrible diet. Well, as much as many of us might have a terrible diet, that necessarily didn't happen as well. But that is a look at what people predicted a hundred years ago would be happening in 2024. Man, it wasn't even uh, a year ago that we would be able to predict the extent that AI would be able to make the huge leaps that it did over the past year. Um, I don't know if somebody asked me to do that in a hundred years, I have no idea what I would say. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be the guy to ask. Let's take a look at some of the big news stories of the past 24 hours and slow news days on the way as well. Guess what today is? It is National Bubble Bath Day. National Bubble Bath Day. Oh, bubble bath! I want a hot bubble bath. Join me in a nice hot bubble bath. There ain't no bubble bath like a baby bubble bath. Bubble bath. The bubble bath was a little too bubbly for some. Would he uh, enjoy a bubble bath? It's showtime! Welcome back to News Talk Tonight with Jim Richards on the iHeartRadio Talk Network. It's funny, I can't remember the last time I had a bath. I think I had a bath once where I had food poisoning. I had the, like the chills where you think you're going to die. And I was freezing cold even though it was 100 million degrees in my house. I think I had like a warm bath then. But I, when was the last time uh, you had a bath, Noah? It would have been a few years ago, but it, I was sick. Epsom salts, just needed to rest and recovery in the tub. Me too. I was sick too. I don't know. I think I did Epsom salts. I don't remember. But <laughs> I know that I do have, uh, when I was down visiting my parents, my mom uh, got one of the uh, the shower in the guest room destroyed because she wanted one of those old people baths you know with it has the door and then you lock the bath because you it's a tub you can but you sit in it and that was i was sleeping in that room that was the room that i had and uh i didn't use it a couple of times i had used it because you can like bend over and just wash your hair and then kind of sit in it and there's like a shower attachment where you can do like a wash while you're sitting down like you're doing a sitting shower if that makes any sense because you've got this like nozzle hose shower head thing 
But um, I didn't do the bath. I couldn't imagine sitting in there while the bath filled up because yeah, that's how you have to do it. You have to close the door and then you have to wait. You know, and that didn't seem like fun to me. Anyway, no news day. What do we have, Noah? All right. The FAA ordered airlines to ground more than 170 Boeing 737 MAX 9 aircrafts after an Alaska Airlines flight had a panel on the side of the plane blow off right in the middle of the flight. Here's a passenger from the flight, Evan Smith, talking about the emergency. Now, before I play it, everyone on the flight did survive the emergency, and the door that blew off uh, was found in, in, a, in the backyard of an Oregon teacher. It was about as wide as a refrigerator and about as high as two-thirds of a refrigerator in height. There was a really loud bang towards the left rear of the plane and a whooshy noise and all the air masks dropped. Just kind of sit there. It's not anything I have any control over. And it's just wait and see what happens. I love that video footage because quite often there's like videos that come out and then like when, when the people are screaming, I'm not sure what I would be more annoyed with that the plane is falling apart or that there are people like just screaming at the top of their voice. I, I, I feel bad, but I just want to punch those people in the face. Cause that is that what's give gives would give me more anxiety than, Oh, the plane, the panel ripped off. If you didn't know it, apparently like it's a new, it's like six weeks old or six months old or something like that. Yeah, something but like that. apparently when you order these planes or you do it after, uh, aftermarket, I guess, for lack of a better term, that they, there's a door that was normally there that got paneled over, but because of the configuration of the seats, this airline didn't want to configure the seats in the way that you could with that door there, so they changed it a bit and they got rid of the door. But you would think, okay, we're going to panel over it. Can we still keep the part where the door never opens unless you open the door? I don't know. Whatever that cockamamie way they figured out that they were going to. Anyway, that is clearly news. I'm not as it as you. Well, we know that it's news because we've heard it in the news. Unlike some of the other ridiculous stories that we hear some of the time. So yes, that is news. What else? Yeah. So you were speaking about an anxiety attack earlier. Um, but do you know or do you? Or- Many people have panic attacks, anxiety attacks. Um, but here's a doctor talking about how popping a sour candy can help. And something to note, we had a similar recommendation a few months ago from a therapist. This helpful hack continues to get attention for being very useful. So we do want to have another doctor on with an update on that. But here's a clip of a doctor explaining why sour candy can stop a panic attack. A hack that's been going around, it's about popping a sour warhead at the first sign of anxiety or a panic attack. And as a doctor, I can tell you, this actually works really well and I've shared it with a lot of my patients. The act of consuming something intensely sour diverts the attention away from the panic attack. Then engaging the taste buds and focusing on the sensory experience disrupts the anxiety cycle. Interestingly, the sour taste triggers a physical response. That sour face expression that we all make and the muscles contract, well, that helps release tension. Then as you all know, sour warheads are sweet at the end. This creates a pleasurable experience, signaling the brain to release dopamine, and that creates a positive, rewarding association with overcoming the panic attack. So, next time anxiety knocks on your door, don't panic, pop a sour candy instead. All right, that's good to know because there, and I'm not going to play it now because I just found it. There's another viral video saying that taking salt can stop one, but doctors are saying do not do that. So, that is... uh, I've only had one really bad panic. No, I've had two. 
But no, I've really had only one where I was totally freaking out. And it's because, it's, it's funny, the reasons sometimes for panic attacks are so stupid. Mine was I didn't want to go to Iceland because we were all going to, uh, we were all going to bathe in like these outdoor volcanic baths and sh- stuff. And I didn't want to take my shirt off in front of people because I had big boobs at the time, big man boobs. And I was like freaking out. I was like legitimately free. I, I've never had that happen before to me. I've had been in a claustrophobic like backseat wearing a big car where I kind of had a mild panic attack. But uh, me showing my big man boobs to people, I was just freaking out. And honestly, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. No, not seeing me shirtless. Although I wouldn't wish that either on my worst enemy. Um, I've lost some weight. So my boobs aren't as big, but they're still a little jiggly, I find, when I run. A lot of good information there. Uh, what else, Noah? Despite memes and online conspiracy theories saying otherwise, the Miami Police Department are ruling out aliens as the cause of riots at Bayside Marketplace Outdoor Mall. Dozens of teenagers and young people took over the area on New Year's Day and were attacking people and each other with sticks. Here are people from the community breaking down what happened and speculating on the aliens. There's a big crowd of people running out of Bayside and kind of um, grouping up outside. And then we hear more commotion. And now they're all just running through the streets, running between cars, almost getting hit by cars. It was like absolute chaos. I think it looks pretty real to me. Uh, Alien looked pretty chill. I'd be friends with an alien. I think it'd be pretty cool. The real question is, are they friendly? Are they after us? Are they going to attack us? Are they going to do world domination on us? Who knows, man? (laughs) I love that. Uh, it's not a, you know what? I, uh, I love those guys, especially the last guy, but I'm not going to say it's a new story. Uh, do we have time for one last one? One more. We can do one more. All right. Uh, listen to this lady's donkey go wild over a big rubber chicken squeak toy. This woman in Arkansas has a whole TikTok dedicated to her pet donkey and fans all over the country mail her things to give to the donkey. Here she is gifting the donkey with a new toy. It's instantly excited and then takes it around the pen, honking it and braying. Something to note, the donkey's name is Donkey and it was named after Eddie Murphy's character in Shrek. And it's just as cute as, as it sounds. Afternoon, donkey. I got you something in the mail today from New York. Do you see it? Look, this is from Jennifer in New York. <laughs> is it big? What are you screaming, chicken? I love it. Not news, but highly entertaining. Thank you, Noah, on Slow News Day. And maybe I should not talk as much tomorrow so we get to more than three stories, although I think we got to four. Uh, Happy New Year, everyone.